Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to JC. We're breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. Welcome back. You are listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. Catching up on everything going on with Fantasy Suites. My name is, of course, Brian Beckner. But the real information man here is the uber popular Jason Stewart. Jason, what is up, my friend? Hello, everybody. Yeah, buddy. Hello there. What? What? So, catch us up, Jason. What happened on the on this four hour? I think we. I think slog. we start right there. Yeah, we gotta start right there. It's, why so. is it four hours? They they made us invest four hours this week and haven't come to anything even close to a resolution. Unbelievable. Um, I pissed a lot of people off. I saw on Twitter that they're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We just invested this amount of time and we don't even have the, you know, usually when you go down to the final episode, you have the woman or the man introducing two people to their parents and then the final romantic uh, play out and an engagement. There's so many loose ends to still get to after four hours this week. It's very frustrating. Um, really, it's, it's maybe the most frustrated I've been. Um, but as you know, you know, we're not going to hold back on this podcast because we've been called um, the great white shark in a sea of bachelor podcasts. People do call us that. Yeah, because it has teeth. So we're not going to hold back. Um, what happens is fantasy suites to kind of sum it up. Um, usually three people or four people are left to be pared down. That's right. And the subject chooses to sleep with each of the contestants and then at the end uh awkwardly gives away roses right and then sends one or two home okay each or one or none or all you never know you never know what's going to happen in these fantasy suites that's what's so great about them and also we were calling them overnights until well we called them fantasy suites right for like 28 seasons and then we called them overnights for two seasons and something happened that's different this season and that they have been very intentional and purposeful in letting us know that when the cameras are off, that is the time when they could be real. Right. I'm looking forward to the unfiltered time with the cameras off. Right. it's something that you and I have talked about for the last, you know, 20 seasons or however long we've been doing this. That's right. 
it's known that it's a fairly scripted show and that most of this shit is not real. That's right. But it was never it was never mentioned. That's it was right. never like so outwardly acknowledged as it has been this season. Like uh, multiple people um, in this episode acknowledged that when the cameras are off, that's when that's when they could be themselves. Get real. So they're you're basically acknowledging that the entire season that we just watched was fake and a ruse and you guys don't actually connect as human beings. That's right. You're at, you're playing to the cameras. It's only when the cameras leave the part we can't see. That's when the realness happens, which is kind of bullshit. Right. It's, it's reality television. Yes. Um, but it, it's not like they were they're telling us something we don't know. It's just that they're, they're open, openly acknowledging something that it kind of runs against the 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 ruse that the show is trying to to put up. But also, anyway. also mo- mocking us as the viewers. Right. And, and I think we're looking at something real. And I don't know if they they mean to. I mean, you you know, I've talked about this. Most of the contestants on the show now have grown up watching it, consuming it. That's right. They know the they know the format. They know the nuances. So it's like it. You just never quite it. It's not the same watch as it used to be. And now they're just completely kind of yeah throwing it in our faces. Um, the episode starts off in Mexico. Now this is an interesting choice because. We all know Bachelor in Paradise is is coming right after the finale. Yep. I wonder if this was a um, a financial thing where they're like, oh, let's yeah. do the finale and then we'll move on. We don't even have to worry about shipping costs or anything else. Yep. We'll just move over and do Paradise. Yep. We won't have to. We won't have to ship our jilted contestants. We'll just put them in the same hotel they're going to be in anyway, and then they can they can show up in their board shorts. To Tulum, where we're where we're shooting the Bachelor in Paradise. Great call, Jason. And um, they start off this episode uh, by driving home the point that you and I have for the last two seasons that uh, the producers, the people that created this new version of the Bachelorette, they have zero faith in Jesse as a host. So what they do is they put these two subjects they put gabby and rachel on a dock um or what what have you and they have them go over yeah what overnights yep. are yep and they have us go through all their uh subjects exposition and, as it will they go through who yeah. who are you thinking about banging well i yep. want to bang avon obviously so that's one and they go and they 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 just kind of like recap everything for us get us up to speed so Which I don't mind. Host. I don't mind that. Yeah. They're each other's hosts, and that's fine. I know this is the first time there's been two bachelorettes, but it really drives home how useless they think Jesse is. Um, he is useless. And I'm, I'm going to bring up something that Jesse did um, later on in the episode that I found just is so funny. But anyways, uh, Rachel's talking to Gabby, and Rachel starts her first of at least 20 um, times that she does this. Uh, Rachel makes it very clear on numerous occasions that this is a this is a weird week for her because this is where it all went wrong with Clayton. Clayton. That's right. She doesn't say Clayton. She says Clayton. 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 And yeah. This this is where it all went wrong last year. 
So she has a lot of nerves and a lot of anxiety because, you know, nothing else in the world matters except for this week with Clayton last year. That's it. And she's she's going to allow it to impact her overnight week in The Bachelorette. Well, I did like how they kind of threw shade at Clayton. Like they oh, yeah. were like, yeah, that- oh, he was, you know, he was telling us all we loved that he loved us and going behind our backs. And they were like, he we, we don't want to do that. They're, they're basically and, using him as the example of how not to be as the bachelorette. What does, what does Rachel do the, over the next four hours? She becomes exactly what she was telling us Clayton was an asshole. Mm. For. Rachel becomes what Clayton was. That's right. And that's what the ironic thing is, because she keeps mentioning how anxious this week is for her. And she mentions one term over and over again, and no producer found it necessary to uh, correct her. She says to Gabby, you know, this is the week when it all went haywire with Clayton, where everything went off the wall. Yeah, yeah, now, exactly. It's, it's, off, it's off the rails, um, but nobody, nobody seemed to want to correct her because she uses the, the term off the wall many times, which is the motto of Van's shoes. That's right. Off the wall. That's right. That is good point. Is this a cross promotion? Right, yeah. right. Um, what's his name? I, I, Van Zant. The the owner must have loved Steve this. Van Zandt. She said, "Off the wall." Uh, yeah. Do, do you do you think they mean? Wait, Van Doren, Steve Van Doren. Do you think they mean? She meant off the rails. Yes. So she she was going for off the rails, but she's she repeatedly says off the wall. Yeah, that's the cherry on the pie. I love right. it. I love it when people get colloquialisms wrong. But it's great. So she doesn't want this week to go off the wall like uh, it did with Clayton last That's year. That's right. Um, you know, Rachel starts summing up her experiences with her dudes. Tino is the leader in the clubhouse, but remember, his, his things family went dread things went dreadfully wrong at the hometown. This is with how Tino. this is how you know Tino wins. By the way, because this is this is so fake. This is so worked up. She's got issues with his family. His, oh, I don't know. His family wasn't welcoming to me. His family didn't like me. Lies, lies, lies. Tino is your bachelorette winner. Bottom line. And, that, and you know how I know? Well, I've known all season, but you know how I especially know? Because they're trying to misdirect us with the my dad's an asshole storyline. Go on. Right. But also... It speaks to how much of a narcissist Gen Z. That's right. That's true. Uh, typical person Rachel is in that she took Tino's parents very reasonable skepticism about the process of the show. <laughs> That's true. Yes. As, the, yes. Dad, the dad basically said, you've known each other for three weeks and you're going to be engaged to be married in one week. What the yeah, hell? What crazy. Do you, how do you, could you possibly know each other? Exactly. Um, and he did it in a very tactful, articulate way. She didn't know how to respond to it. But how did Rachel take that? Your dad doesn't like me. That's right. Your parents don't accept me. She yeah. made it all about Rachel, which it wasn't about her. It was about this entire charade. But, of course, she makes it about her, yep. which is what her generation does. Yep. Um, and so she's summing up where kind of she stands Avon, uh, Tino, and then our guy, Zach. Okay. 
Uh, and by the way, she does Zach dirty by the end of this whole thing. So uh, Gabby is on the fence with two dudes that we found out at overnights have no intention of being engaged with her. That <laughs> right. is that's Johnny from Florida. Yep. And it is uh, what's his name? Jason from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And then and then there's this poor guy, Eric, with a CH. Yep. Um, who's. Dad died, by the way. Oh, he did? It, it, was, it was pointed out to me <laughs> that there was an in, in, in memoriam at the end of the freaking over, over at the end of the uh, hometown. So he, we don't know. We don't know if he died between his hometown and him um, getting upset about fantasy suites. Right. OK. Yeah, it might have been after he didn't. Yeah, he he didn't pass. No, no. He yeah. he obviously passed after the taping of the show. But to the point that we were making last week is this fucking guy is on a game show. He's traveling the world on a game show while his dad is going through his final time. Um, and and he ended up dying. Like his dad is no longer with us, and this fucking guy is playing the games of the Bachelor uh, at different cities around the world. Unbelievable, unbelievable. This and again, this is Gen Z for you. They got a chance to shove their mug in a camera. What do they do all day? They take pictures of themselves. That's all day long with the pictures, with the Snapchat, the snapping. And and you wonder, yeah. You wonder if, like, in ten years, wherever Eric is in life, you wonder if if somebody's like uh, May two thousand twenty two. Uh, what was what was more significant to your life? Your dad passing, or you gaining ten thousand followers on Instagram? Oh, that's easy. Yeah, that's an easy answer. Yeah, yeah. I'd so be, he, um, I'd be rolling. This podcast would be going nuts if I got t- had ten thousand more followers. What's 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 a higher number? One dad or ten thousand followers, Jason? That's pretty obvious. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. Uh, the Macy's isn't sending their fall catalog of clothes to people whose dad just died. That's right. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> um, but uh, the so Gabby, uh, she she has like a point of sobriety in this exchange, yeah. and she's like, "Hey, you know what? I mean, things have been a lot of fun, and I've had a a lot of great times with these guys, but it's really kind of time to get serious and ask some serious questions." And and we're all thinking now. Yeah, now's been, the time. It's been the time. Yeah. Now. Yeah. No wonder she has made zero connections yep. with these guys, and two out of the three don't know her enough to even want to be yep. engaged at the end. I let now it be known. Let it be known. I also predicted that Gabby would choose no one. I I predicted many weeks ago, and everyone knows. Everyone that listens to the show, we don't knows we don't tra- traffic and spoilers. So I could be wrong. But many weeks ago, I said, Rachel will pick Tino, and she will, and Gabby will pick no one, and she will. It will be no one for Gabby and Tino for Rachel. Continue, Jason. <laughs> um, the first week, remember, we have to get through, since it's two subjects, we have to get through a ton of overnight dates. So Gabby, Gabby's first um, overnight is with Eric, the aforementioned Eric. Um, and their day, their day trip is to go on to this. Um, I don't know what you would call it. It's like a leveled 
jump off thing into a uh, into a lake or into a pond. Okay. Oh, like a and like a cliff jump, or is it or is it like an airbag? It's a, it's a cliff jump, but it, it it it's 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 this big structure made of wood. Oh, uh-huh. and you can jump off at different layers. Oh, right? okay, yeah, like the high dive. Yeah, so they okay. they get up to the very top. Yeah. And Gabby's, a, she's very apprehensive. And, yeah, you know, he's yeah. like, you know, I'll, I'll help you. Deep breath. And Gabby says um, in the voiceover, this is a lot like falling in love. It's a huge leap. Very intimidating. My heart is telling me to leap, but it's so scary. Wow. Do you think she just made that up on the spot, Jason? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure she was, she was not fed that by a producer, didn't read it off a script. Uh, but they end up making the large leap, have a great day date. Um, then they go to uneaten food together. That's right. Of course, Eric starts talking about his, his dying dad and what a how bummer. important it was. And Gabby mentions for the first time in this episode that it meant the world to her. Oh, everything that, means uh, the world to her. Yeah. 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 So did she, um, ha- did she did she nod along and say, yeah, a lot as Eric was talking? Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, um, you know, she, uh, he basically says, you know, over uneaten food, he says, uh, you know, my, my parents are obsessed with you. They love you. And then Gabby tells her boring childhood story again. Oh, her mom. Her dad wasn't around and her mom working two jobs. They, they, they never had a relationship and, and she gets so bogged down into this thing. Um, and she's talking to a guy who's about to lose his dad at any any given point. So of course it's it's all about Gabby. Um, and of course, Eric, you know, this is what's amazing about this show is that last week he was falling in love with her, but he's had a chance to to have a week, and then this the 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 long the high jump. Yeah. So now he's in love with. It was a metaphor. She, he tells her, yeah, he's in in love. Which is a big step. Well, you got to take that shot. Look, if you want to win the show, if your if your end game is to win the show, you got to drop that L world, L word, L world. You got to drop and of it. Course, and of course, they get the surprise note from Jesse that invites them to go into the fantasy suite. If you choose um, to, if you choose to forego your individual rooms. That's what that's what exactly. it usually says. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And um. You know, as we've noted on the show many times, dating back to last season, Gabby likes sex. And oh, yeah. All, oh, yeah. She's sex positive. All power to her. Yeah. She's pro. She's sex positive. And um, so they agree to do it, but not before Gabby says, um, I, wa- I want to give each of us a chance to feel each other's love. Yeah. Um, which is a, a very thinly veiled reference to have your penis inside of That's me. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, you'll like this. So they close the door the morning after they have, they, sh- they have a picture of the shoes. Oh, that's how, you know, they banged. Yeah. They got to show those shoes. If they show those shoes, here's what they, here's what they do show. The, the, the woman's shoes on the floor, sometimes on a table, sometimes on a couch, but the shoes, they get a, they get a shot of the shoes. What they get, no, stills videos gif any kind of recorded image of is any hint that someone's brushed their teeth in the morning 
These people wake up next to each other. They're, they're face tonguing. They might be, they might be making scrambled eggs together or, or French toast and eating fruit. But what they're not doing is cleaning their disgusting mouths. You never see that. You see the shoes. You don't see the toothbrush. And I got a problem with that. Yes. And by the way, the, sh- the shoes are kind of a throwback because The Bachelor used to show the shoes when they used to be subtle and they didn't outwardly um, state that the couples were having sex in the fantasy suite. That's right. The shoes. It's like the the shoes are kind of like Mm -hmm. that. They're almost inconsequential at this point because you literally have subjects admitting to having sex with one another. So it kind of takes away the subtle. Yep. The shoes help. Um, Yeah. So Gabby tells tells us and not not Eric. I'm in love with him, but I'm just saving it for the right moment. Keep in mind, saving this what? is a person. Yeah, this is a person Anal? that she is probably going to be engaged to mm-hmm. or maybe be engaged to in a week. Yeah. So when are you going to tell him that you love him? Right. At at the engagement? Yeah, now's the time. You know, you, you sampled the goods. You've seen what he's working with. You've seen if he can if he can gyrate those hips. We know you love sex. What's what? What are you holding back for, Gabs? So, so here's the key to uh, Eric and Gabby's overnight. When the cameras were off, as they were, you know, getting to know each other better, I'm guessing it was when he was in his um, uh, refractory what's, period. What's the, yeah, refractory yeah. Mm-hmm. period. Uh, what he said, it this week is really weird for me because it feels like you're you're about to cheat on me. Which is a, wow. a very reasonable yeah. human feeling. Yeah. Like, I'm the first of your three overnight dates. Yeah. And I feel like you're about to cheat on me. And I guess she really took it personally, but they, they worked it out. And they supposedly came to an understanding yep. off camera that this is just the way of the show. And I know it sucks, but trust me, we'll go through the process and then come out and, and, and we'll like what happens. Now, so, now. Far be it from me to hold the bachelor accountable, the show. But let's recall one of our first villains of the season. I want to say his name was Michael. Yes. Who said, who just made the statement, hey, you know, if I get to the end and she's going to have sex with the other guys then that's, you know, I'm going to bow out because I want her to be there for me, not maybe there for me. And guys and guys meatball went and ratted on him to Gabby and Gabby sent him home. Now, Eric is saying the same thing. He's having a natural reaction. He's saying, I'm in love with you. And because I'm in love with you, when you go on these other dates and possibly have intercourse, that's going to, that's going to hurt me. That's what you, that's what you want to hear. If he's like, Hey girl, get it, get out. Hey, check it out. Hit those skins. Then he clearly doesn't love you. The fact that he's saying it would, it's going to bother him <laughs> is actually what you would want someone to say. And of course, Gabby, 
Gabby says, um, and this plays out in a much longer thing, but she says that she feels like she's pressured or that she's given an ultimatum. He's simply expressing his unfiltered feelings behind closed doors as you keep saying that you want. So uh, you're right. Yep. Um, so all this happens to be continued with Eric and Gabby, right? So the next, the first uh, overnight date for Rachel is Avon, um, who it was like a low key thing before the uh, men tell all last week that Avon and, and Rachel did a, uh, a hometown date. Very forgettable. Uh, nothing very interesting. His family loved her. Blah, blah, blah. Where's he, where's so, he from? Uh, man, you put me on the spot. Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. So um, give me so, a, give me a region. I forget. Okay. I, I honestly, Fair. it was so forgettable. I don't even, I know nothing. How, see, here's the, was, here's was, the depth. Yeah. Go ahead. Did, what, did you see the arch? Was it St. Louis? <laughs> That's just a guess. Um, Maybe, maybe Navy Pier, Chicago, or that big that big chrome bean, Chicago. Don't know. Okay, hold on. Rosenblatt Field, Omaha, Nebraska. It was no, I don't know. I'm guessing. Okay, go no, on. No, no, no. I, it, I'm it, interrupting. We got a type 45 like, to do here. It looks like it looks like Massachusetts. Oh but, God! But, Cut him. Yeah, no, none of the above. Yeah. So. This tells you this. This reveals the depth of of how much they know each other. Um, their voiceovers going into this date, as they're showing B roll of them walking up to each other, is um, Avon. Avon is so attractive. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, they have Avon yeah. talking. Yeah. Rachel is so attractive. Yeah. So, so so when they were doing, I saw when they were doing the highlights, or when they were doing the previews. Um, Rachel's like. I she's like Avon and I have that romantic connection, that physical connection. Yeah, I think I'm falling in love. Well, those are the same things, and also that's that's we refer to that as lust. You when you have a romantic connection and a physical connection, and those are the only two things you can name, you're in lust. You're not in love. You don't know anything about each other. You don't have any emotional bond. Or else you would have said that. So this 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 tracks, Jason. It's funny how that word is never used on this show. Yeah. And given the format and how little they know e- each other, that word sums up most of these connections. Yes, but you never of course hear it does. the word lust. You never even hear them deny the word lust. It's that's a it's a, a perfect word to describe these relationships. Now uh, while Avon and Rachel are hugging and stuff and getting ready to go, they keep going back to, to Tino. And I think this kind of feeds into your theory that they're really trying to do the misdirection because Tino, he's having a lot of anxiety that he said last week that he's fallen in love with her, and but she's got two other dudes, and he's it's really eating him up inside. So, again, Tino's been a vag for the past, like, three episodes on this whole thing. Yeah, he's a real um, bitch. Because he, he had himself, he got drunk on the cruise ship, right? And he was like, he got, he had a, he had a, because, look, Tino's handsome. He's a contractor. He's from Santa Clarita by way of Playa del Rey. Shout out to the Shack, Shack Burger. He's much like a lot of chicks on this show. He's like a lot of the chicks on the show. The, romantic relationships have come very easy to him. Mm-hmm. The man is good looking. 
Mm-hmm. He's outgoing. Like he, he's never had to compete for women. So all of a sudden he had to compete. He got drunk on red wine and he acted the fool and he hasn't come out of it yet. It's I think it's it's funny or interesting when these alpha males come on here because their entire dating life has been crushing ass and them being the guys, the people that are like have multiple, you know, they're juggling multiple people in the air and the the women and their wife are always the ones concerned. And now we turn the tables. Yep. And he doesn't know what to do with this. Yep. Like he's always been the on the other on the other side. Totally. And he. He actually like they do this spontaneous thing where Jesse shows up at the at the door. Hey, just checking on you, man. And then Tino gets into this whole thing about how it's eating him up. And this is a great part by Jesse. Uh, Tino says nobody could relate to what I'm going through right now. <laughs> There's two two other guys, and and I I, I love this chick. And I've got to sit here and wait until it's our date. Nobody could relate to this other than you. And so Jesse, yeah. in that moment, we're in like, have done the yes. stand, he, he could have done the stand up thing and said, well, let me stop you right there. I was, I was the bachelor. Yeah. The, the ladies had to worry about this stuff. I was the one doing the picking. I had no anxiety. I don't know what you're talking about, but instead Jesse's like, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I I can relate to this. No, you can't. Yeah, yep. It's just like no. it's just like when he told the group of people the last two seasons. Um, you know, I was the bachelor. I know this process works. That's right. And then everyone just nods their head. Like, no, the the person he chose, they were broken up like six months later, and then he married some other person from some other industry. He doesn't know that this works, but no. he ju- he just kind of plays this whole thing. No, um, it's true. And, so and, Jesse, and just, Jesse talks about how this worked despite him being married to some other chick that he didn't meet on the show. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. And, 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 you know, he shows his complete uh, um, utter uselessness as a host in that um, Tino's complaining to him and Jesse's like, yeah, good luck, man. All right. Talk to you later, bro hug. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. So um, back to Avon. And Rachel, um, Rachel is still selling us at every turn. She keeps reminding us that this is the week that everything went off the wall. That's with, right. With uh, Clayton. And this is why she's holding back because, you know, Avon told her he was falling in love with her last week. So the only reason she hasn't said something similar is because this is the week, you know, it's right. very stressed out about That's it. That's right. Um, so anyways, um, they, I forget what they did. They did something pretty boring. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Avon's date over uneaten food. Uh, she brings up the, the, the Clayton thing again, explaining to Avon why she isn't telling her his feelings. Um, and then, Is he not being vulnerable? Said, because it's important to be vulnerable on these. Uh, it, sometimes guys just don't open up, you know? That's, that's the irony to this whole thing in that she's allowing what happened with Clayton to intrude on the actual process of her trying to get married. That's right. I'm not, I'm not going to tell a person I could be married to that. I love him because on the other game show, some dick uh, ruined my time. That's it right. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. So anyways, um, over any uneaten food, she asks him, are you ready to be engaged in two weeks? Now, yeah. 
The interesting thing that she left out there, the interesting preposition she left out there is with me. Exactly. Yeah. Are you ready to be engaged in two weeks? That's right. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Could be anybody. Yeah. Because in her world, she wants to be married. I don't know if it really matters to who, but she just wants to be married in two weeks. So she asks questions like that to other people. Hey, are you you sure you're going to be engaged to be married in a couple of weeks? Um, So they, they agree to go to the fantasy suite and you, you could almost just tell just by how infatuated she is with him that there was a lot of sex. I have have no way to confirm that, but I think they were, they were hitting it pretty hard all yep. night long. Well, that's kind of what she was waiting for. Like she was going through the motions, but she was there for the sex. She, she basically said it. They had the physical connection. They had the romantic connection. She wanted to fuck. She wanted to sample the goods. And it sounds like she did. And she did. And so there's morning kisses, which I always Disgusting. think of you in your mouthwash thing. It's A true. lot of morning kissing. Brush your teeth. And, Rachel tells uh, the camera, um, I just think it's really important that we sp- explored our physical connection. That's right. And then she says with a, with a little smile, on, a shitting and grit on her face, Avon is the whole package. Oh, and then she smiles. He's dicked up. Yeah. yeah. And that was, yeah. she. if, if she would him. have said Avon has a huge penis, it would it's have basically been basically what she said. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so... Um, she, but before she says goodbye to Avon, she says, Hey, don't forget about me. And me and probably most of the viewers were thinking, he's not the one that's about to have sex with two guys before the next time he sees you. That's like, right. Don't forget about me. Yeah. How about you don't forget about, how about you don't forget about me? Yes. You're the one that's going to be seeing two dudes. I'm just going to be in my, in my hotel room jerking off. Exactly. Don't forget about me. I love that term. Uh, so it's Tino's turn. He's he's second in. <laughs> second of three in. Tino finally gets his day. Yep. And uh, the first thing they do is go horseback riding. And she says to him, hey, have you ever been horseback riding? And he kind of shakes his head and he says, not for a couple of years. <laughs> so the answer is yes. <laughs> So yeah, the simple yes. answer would have been yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And but and by the way, he could not look less comfortable on his horse. Um, well, yeah. He he was very nervous the entire time. It looked like it was really beating up his balls the entire time. Yeah. Worst. No fun. And Rachel brings up um, the scenario with Tina, where this was the week that it all went off the wall again. Um, yeah. Uh, Tino senses that Rachel's nervous um, and she's like, she's like, I can't wait until we could have serious conversations tonight about how things went with his parents. Interesting. And I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking you're with him right now. Ask him now. You're on your right now. You're you just you just got off the horse and you're by the stable. What do you mean you have to wait until tonight to have this conversation? Yeah, it's such a weird thing. Like, Always, we're you know we're really going to get into things tonight before I agree to stay with him. Like, why don't you have that conversation while you're with him right now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that happens a couple times in this episode. It's really funny. Um, so you know the big talk is they're going to start talking about how 
uh, her parents or his parents don't accept her and that they don't like her. How could they possibly get married if her parents don't like her? And Tino said what everybody was thinking. And it's like, Rachel, my parents are skeptical about this entire process. He was actually really kind Which of normal. This yeah. He's like, they have a healthy skepticism about this working. How, how, you know, it's hard to fault them on that, but trust me, once they know that, that I'm in love with you and, and, and engaged with you, they'll be all in. Exactly. Get, he's basically saying, get rid of these other dudes right. and my parents will come around. That's, that's exactly what he says. Yep. They will come around and though he said it in a kind of articulate way and it was, it was a good presentation, it took zero convincing on her part. Her part. She's like, okay. And then they yeah. start making out yes. and they accept the fantasy suites and, um, all indications were that they hit it all night as well. Right. Nice. Um, what was the, uh, <laughs> what did, what did he say? <laughs> Anyways. So they, they were, um, they, they leave the next morning. Tino has told her, you know what? I have felt this way for a while, but I'm going to tell you, I'm in love with you. And she says, I love you too. We have two people yep. that are in love with each other. Yep. And she still has another person to entertain. Yep. Um, What's the point? But you're you're thinking to yourself, you know, Clayton was a dumbass and what's his name Ben back in the day was a dumbass right. and that they Three, told I love multiple you. people that yeah, they yep. told multiple people they were in love. And Rachel has been telling us all episode that she's not going to fuck over people like Clayton did because it ruined her week. Um, how is she going to get out of her date with Zach? Like Zach's a really good guy from Anaheim Hills. He, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just a real good dude. He's, he's really boring, but yep. he's a good guy. How is she going to navigate her way through that? And I'll get into it here in a little bit, but she does it in a real shitty way. Another, another um, one of my predictions that comes true, by the way. Yep. Yeah. That yes. he's that Zach was poised to be to be jilted towards the end. Yes. Yeah. And she she does not handle it very well. Yeah. So uh, but first we got to handle some of uh, some of Gabby's business. So Johnny from Florida. Right. Uh, kind of uh, very white red state yep. guy from with a red state family. Yep. Um, Lives on the water. Told, yeah. He told us last week he's not going to be engaged. Yeah. Right? He, he hasn't told her yet. But he, he just told everybody else. Um, he says, you know, they go on, a, on, they go to the beach, they go on the water and everything else. And he basically says, he sums up Gabby with one sentence that I think every guy who's ever met Gabby could say. Um, she's the dopest girl I have ever hung with. Wow. Yeah. Which, which, High praise. which tells you a lot in one sentence. That's right. Yeah. She's really cool to hang out with. Yep. I don't want anything to do with a future no, with her, no. but she's very cool to hang out with. I'm, I'm, I, I would definitely have sex. NSA sex. I, we could be FWB friend with benefits, but I'm not ready to settle down. I'm Johnny. I'm a realtor from Palm beach. Uh, now I've been on TV. My business is going to blow up and I'm going to be crushing tons of local ass. Yeah, and and 
it, the interesting dynamic here is that we know at home that he doesn't want to get engaged, but is he going to not reveal that to her until after fantasy suite? Like, is he going to write right. this out because he knows Gabby loves sex. He likes sex. What's wrong with two uh, healthy adults having consenting sex? There's That's nothing right. wrong with that. Yeah, do it. So, um, but, but he kind of surprises me a little bit and that he actually sits down on the beach with her and reveals to her in a, in a very inarticulate way that he's not ready to be engaged, yep. period. This is smart because um, he lets he, he comes off like a gentleman, also gets himself off the hook. He, gets, he ends yeah. up with a good edit. He doesn't come off looking like an asshole. He's does he does the right thing like hey I gave it a shot I really wanted this to work but I'm realizing I'm not I'm not that guy yet now send me over to Bachelor in Paradise where I can crush a little butt in Tulum we're already in Mexico yeah like get on um get on IG Messenger to the women of the of Paradise and put in a good word for me Gabby you know yeah exactly um, so. He basically says, I'm just not, I'm not into this and I, I, I don't see a future with this. And she did what a lot of contestants do nowadays. And she excused herself for a minute, talked to, to producers, got sad a little bit, but I think she kind of saw this coming and she, uh, she sits down again, like hugging him and like, you're a good guy. I totally understand. And then he's like, is this our goodbye? Which I think was code for do you still want to go in the fancy suite and fuckers? Are we saying goodbye here? Right. Yep. And it was the latter. Uh, They said goodbye and it wasn't a very sad ending. I I don't think we really knew much about Johnny and we didn't really care. Look, he was Um, just introduced to us like two weeks ago. I I think he just showed up sometime on the ship. I I had no clue who he was. Exactly right. Um, Now, they go right to the next Gabby date, which is with Jason. Now, remember, Jason um, revealed earlier in the year that he was a professional tennis player. And then he had this very boring story where he, he fell said out professional. of. Yeah, I, I, maybe college, maybe I think, college. I don't or, even think that. I think he was on the varsity. He, okay, you know. but I think he was like one of those tennis brats. Yeah, like, yeah. And. And something social happened where he wasn't good anymore. I don't even know. But who cares? Anyways, yep. uh, Jason told his mom last week that he doesn't see himself being engaged at the end of this. And his mom's like, have you told her? And he's like, no. And then he still hasn't told her. In other words, yeah. Jason, at the end of the overnight dates, when they walk each other out, yep. instead of choosing to make out with her, he could have said, I'm not going to be proposing to you at the end of this. Gabby, you're a cool chick. And maybe we could see each other after the show because I think we'd have a good time together. I just don't know you and I'm not going to propose to you. Just like Johnny. He could have done, but he could have done that at, at the overnights, but he chose to accept the rose or whatever, go down to Mexico. And then he's like talking to, um, Jesse and he's like, yeah, I don't see it. And uh, I'm going to tell her at some point. This guy waits the entire day date. 
And that's why that's when it kind of hit me. I think the producers tell them to not deliver the bad news until the uneaten food, because this guy played a day of tennis with her and they're sweating and making out all day long. And the entire time we know that he has to tell her that he's not going to be proposing to her. Um, so that's just again a weird thing where they save it until the uneaten food. Yeah, they need the they need the footage. You know, they can't if everybody just quit after hometowns or before hometowns, you'd be out of people. We'd have another Claire season. We'd have to we'd have to come out and so tap the tap our forehand, forearm and be like, give us a left hander and uh, and bring in a, bring in a, a backup. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so Jesse's Jesse's kind of um or you know Jason's just kind of going through the motions um and they finally get to the uh uneaten food and he he isn't very delicate about it he basically just tells her straight up that I'm I don't see myself being engaged in 2 weeks and I'd love to see you after the show. Yeah. <laughs> and be, I'd, I think he said something along the lines of, I'd like to date you uh, before getting engaged with you, uh, which, it, which so, is normal, but not, not normal reasonable. for the bachelor. Yeah. All very reasonable shit. Exactly. Right. Um, yep. She pouts and walks off again and just leaves him sitting there. He, to his credit and not enough people do this. He gets sick of just sitting there alone and he gets up and he fucking goes and finds her, which, which you never see people do that. They yep. just, they just kind of wait there until they get back. Yep. And, and he's like, Hey, are we good? I mean, I, I told you exactly what's on my mind, what's in my heart and her, her one gripe. And I do on, I, I get this gripe. It's like, why are you telling me now over uneaten food in Mexico before a fantasy suite when you could have told me this, at overnights or even the week before that. And he kind of goes through his whole thing of, I just wanted to make sure, but he's lying because he's already told us a couple of weeks ago that he wasn't going to do it. Also, he doesn't um, need to give her a reason. She kicks people off every week. You know, like this is, this is the gamble you take on this show. Like she sends people home every single week. It just, cause he sends her home later than she wanted. It does. She doesn't, she doesn't have a say in the matter. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, so that's kind of the way um, that portion of this of this uh, date uh, goes. And then to everyone's surprise, she's like, would you still like to stay overnight with me? <laughs> like uh, yeah. they, nice. they do this thing where yeah. they 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 agree to to want to get to know each other better yep. in the next few hours. She's like, I'll bounce um, on it still, you know, like I'm I'm sex positive, like Katie from last season. It, and that I think that's what you you me and everybody in the audience thought. But something weird plays out, and that they they go into the room and they show the do not disturb sign, and then they come back from a commercial to a made bed. Oh, that's the opposite now, of shoes. They. The opposite of shoes. Yep. Yes, exactly. A made bed and her sitting alone on the balcony. Wow. And and she sums it up by saying, we had a weird night last night. Like there was, um, he started talking to me and it became clear that he, he wasn't into this. It, it almost got to the point where 
even though they are two healthy adults having consenting time, it got to the point where they're like, maybe we shouldn't do this. And, and I'm out. Um, so maybe a producer was like, this will look bad. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but this was an unusual one. Never have we gone into a fantasy suite after a guy has said, I'm not going to propose to you. And then you come back with a made bed. So that was a new one, um, which was interesting. Um, Gabby gets back to her room and she's kind of feeling bad about herself. And she's, she has a note that reads, I need to see you. I'm on the bridge. Mm -hmm. I think everyone thinks that this is Jason. People think maybe it's grandpa or whatever. So she walks out and it's Eric. Um, I might be getting the timeline confused here. Maybe Eric did this well beforehand, but basically Eric did the, the entire story that you and I have already talked about, but there's something that interesting happens here. Eric goes into this thing about, um, I think it just felt like you were cheating on me this week. And Gabby says to him something very interesting. And it's, I think it's revealing about the show. She says, wait, hold on a second. This is the conversation that we had behind closed doors when cameras weren't on us. She's like, do you want to have this conversation with cameras on? Ooh, threatening. Like, yeah, it was like, do you, do you really want to have this conversation again as we're supposed to be being fake? It was, it was really kind of a, it was a weird moment. Like she was stunned that he wanted to go over that. Um, and they kind of did do it again. And then she got really pissed off and I feel pressured and ultimatum and, sh- and she just kind of leaves it there. So yeah. if you're keeping score, Eric is kind of still in it. Yep. Um, Jason out. is out yep. and Johnny is out. Yep. So told you we have, yeah, we have no idea what Gabby is doing. Right. Um, and Rachel's picking so, Tino. And so we have to sit through four hours of this next week. No, oh. we have we have one more day to get through. Oh, right. Rachel has got to go out with Zach. Oh, yeah. So sad. Rachel. Rachel does Zach dirty. Yep. Okay. She Clayton's his ass. Yeah. Now, Zach is the kid from Anaheim Hills. He's a, he's a really good guy. Yep. His family loved Rachel. Remember yep. that in the backyard, they watched like highlights of them making out on the show. It was kind of weird. was into it. His uncle is yeah. Patrick Warburton. Yes. Yes. Um, so they have this great time during the day. Uh, Zach makes the comment. We basically did everything you could do in Mexico today. And that what that included was they went to like to pick up trinkets at a tourist yeah, market. That is, that's and basically what they you danced, do. They danced to mariachi music. Parasail. Did they parasail? So everything. No, everything that you could do in Mexico, they did by buying stupid tourist stuff and, and dancing to, to mariachi music. That's all, hey, that's a, That's enough for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go for uneaten food. And this is where the weird shit starts happening. Um, Rachel starts kind of hitting them with the, with the question of like, are you sure that you're ready for this? And he's like, yeah, I'm in love with you. And I see myself marrying you. 
And Rachel does not reciprocate. You know, she's she doesn't say it. Now you're thinking in the audience, you're like, okay, she just told Tino she's in love with him. Tino's going to win. Now she's going to let this kid down easy. But she does something very twisted. So um, they do this thing where they accept the fantasy suite. They go to the fantasy suite. They do not disturb. And then they show the next morning, no shoes on the ground, no made bed. But they're both very awkward with each other and distant. Yep. Um, Yep. And they say some awkward stuff to each other, like, I hope we, you know, I hope we gained clarity last night and I hope you understand. And, and, and Zach's like, yeah, I think so. And then he walks off. Then Zach gets all pissed off and then he goes racing over to Jesse and he tells us that during the overnight with the cameras off, Rachel almost was like trying to convince him that he's not ready for this, that he's too young for this Jedi mind trick that he he's 25 and she just turned 26. I guess there's only a few months between them, but he's too young for this. She doesn't want it on her conscience. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like literally the stand up thing for Rachel to do. And she's, she's really kind of made herself out to be a stand up person. And then she keeps telling this traumatic story about how Clayton did her wrong. Right. All she had to do was say to him at any point in the date in Mexico, look, you're an amazing guy. I loved your family. I love everything about you. You're going to make somebody very happy, but I'm in love with another person here. And I want to pursue that. No hard feelings, but let's say goodbye. Instead, she takes them all the way through the fantasy suite night, stays the night with them, and then tries to put it on him. Like, yeah, you're not ready. That's for this. called gaslighting, which is what which is, which is what Clayton did it, to her. Yes, yeah. ex- that's exactly what I said. Yep. She becomes Clayton in this episode. That's a Jedi mind trick. It's cruel. The, the guy is visibly confused and heartbroken. Like she's. She switched like overnight, like it went from we're going in the right direction, positive experiences to I don't think you're ready for me. Unbelievable. And that's a bullshit thing to do. I lost I lost respect for her in this moment. Yeah. For how she handled that. Yeah. Because she she became everything that she kept saying that she was traumatized about. Right. She wanted her conscience to be clear by making it him making him think it was his decision when really. He was, you know, get, he was in it and and get this bullshit. She fucking draws this thing out to where she makes him show up at the rose ceremony. Oh, that's disgusting. That's he's disgusting. one of the he's one of the yeah. three guys. Like, yeah. not only is she doing this, she's going to humiliate him by not giving him a rose. Like she has every intention on doing it. So she goes to pick up the rose at the rose ceremony. And he says, Rachel, I need to talk to you. And they walk off. So the episode ends with these loose ends. The episode ends Eric. with they they walk off without any conclusion. I'm guessing Zach or um, is his name Zach? Yeah, yeah. Zach. I'm guessing he's going to try to save face and be like, "Why the fuck are you putting me through the ceremony when I know we're not going to make it together?" And then they flash to Gabby, and Gabby goes to talk to Eric tells him that she loves him and she wants to do this. Unbelievable. So the, so the episode ends 
with Rachel doing a confusing thing to Zach and then walking off at the rose ceremony. Gabby not even at the rose ceremony because there's only one dude and we didn't know what she wanted to do. But she ends, ends up telling Eric that he loves her or that she loves him. He reciprocates. And then the episode ends with Jesse Palmer on camera at an empty warehouse where or the, the stage where they're going to do the show next week. And he says, I know you guys are all waiting for the rose ceremony and everything, but we're not going to show you that tonight. Instead, we're going to save it for the, the most exciting, dramatic Bullshit. Bullshit. finale in the history of The Bachelor. How stupid do they think we are? Right. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. So that's what and, and then they show the preview and it's all about people crying and shit. Yeah, oh, I can't betrayed. wait. Well, that'll be exciting. Except, except it's two episodes. This thing will wrap up next week, but again, over four hours instead of a tidy two. Really, could be done in one one Just hour. Stringing us yeah. out. So next um, Tuesday, because you know Monday Night Football starts this yep. week. So next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Okay, we'll catch up then. Jason, fantastic work as always. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. That's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We're making a connection and falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. The lifestyle we living in is the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle.